But Pastor Stefan and Lady Ty are with us today from Future Communities Church, and we are so excited to have them. Our discussion has just been so good and so valuable to the community at large, you know, not to just any one population. We're talking about all kinds of things wrapped up into this one hour show, but we are uh, about to pick up where we left off. Pastor was about to say something so good and so profound. (laughs) And it was like the movie, right? You get to the good part and then there's a commercial. So we <laughs> right. are back from our commercial and we want to pick up right where he left off talking about the village and how important it is. Absolutely. So, you know, again, shout out to the McGee's. Um, they are definitely part of our village. Um, our daughters, unbeknownst to us, uh, in the initial, you know, reached out to the McGee's and just wanted advice and a safe, safe space, space and place to talk and just be them. You know, and rightfully so, as a minister, Minister Vine, and as a, a doctor, Dr. Denae. And, you know, they've had a couple of sessions, and then they came to us, and, hey, you know, we've been reaching out to the McGee's. Like, sweet. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, that's cool, you know. And, we, you know, we're out on our high horse. Like, we're your parents, first of all, and then we're your pastor and first lady. No, nah, man, like, you feel safe enough to go to the village and, and be be as transparent and open. We ain't in their business. I've never, my wife has never asked the McGee's. You know, hey, what did our kids talk about? Like that's right. foolery. That's right. just that's just foolery. And Proverbs speaks about that. You know, so it's you know it's key if you're listening and have children. You know, allow them to have a safe place of who they've trusted, and you know that you know that trust factor, those trust persons are, are you know legit people, and let them have their moments where they don't have to be the deboses. You know, they can be Melvin, Nyla, or Anaya, which are our kids' uh, names. So we wanted to say first of all to you guys, thank you, thank you for allowing them to have a safe space. Oh, nice. You're welcome. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. welcome. Thank yeah. you for including us in yeah. that, the program. And you know, the whole purpose of the program was kind of to replace the old school purity class yeah. that we, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that we used to go to, yeah. um, you know, we, we kind of like revamped it quite a bit because you know, how we came up, the teaching was, um, was that you just don't have sex till you're married. Like that was like pretty much it. Don't you have nothing. As far as like purity goes, right? Mm -hmm. But what we realized and what we taught through the Pure Campaign is that there's more aspects to purity than just that part, right? That's right. And I was in a conversation yesterday with a young lady who shared with me that she was having a discussion with some other young adults from, from her ministry. And she said they found out that the conversation with guys was different. It wasn't Mm -hmm. like the ladies. We got the whole don't don't get pregnant out of wedlock speech. But she said for the guys, it was don't get nobody pregnant out of wedlock. Right. Where Ours was more geared towards abstaining from sex. And it sounds like the guy Mm -hmm. message was not necessarily abstain from sex. Just don't bring home nobody pregnant. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. And so how do you, because you have a son and you have daughters, how do you make sure that the message is coming across the same? Like you talked about the transparency and things like that, but how do you ensure that, you know, or is there even a way to ensure that the messaging and the teachings and the, the upbringing and the rearing is kind of like an equal playing field? I want to touch on that, but I also want to make sure that, you know, I call out that with the Pure campaign, the one thing that I really love that you made sure to include, Dr. Danae, is um, not everyone is 
unsure. That's right. Yeah. Of their decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some, of, mm-hmm. some people lost their virginity not by their choice. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So I yeah. love how Absolutely. you make sure to call that out because it wasn't their choice. Absolutely. That's right. And so, that's right. And that's something that was definitely different than any pure camp purity class that we were a part of growing up. But the messaging, whether it's a a son or daughter, there's no different messaging. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you raise your kids and you 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 steer them the right way, meaning save yourself from marriage. But when they get out on their own, they do their their thing. Yes. The thing that Pastor has done with our daughters is, um, and would have done the same with our son. He just went a different route. But with our daughter, he told them that on your wedding day, if you keep your virginity, I'm going to give you $10,000. $10,000 cash at the altar. Wow. At the altar. Right. <laughs> and I know that that's some type of incentive. And I mean it. <laughs> I hope you mean it, too. Right. Which I thought it was adorable. But I think the key thing is very transparent with our, our children. We have those conversations that when you have sex with someone who is not your husband, if you will, you are allowing different spirits. Come on. We talked about that during the pure campaign. Come on, first lady. You, um, you, you're allowing different, what do you call that? It's different spiritual warfare. You're yeah. pregnant with spiritual warfare. Like, mm. When you're when you're having this before you're married, if you yes, will, first lady, you're yes. letting that you used another name for it though. They even talked about it during their pure campaign when they're having sex before marriage, if they're having you know multiple partners or something like that. You're allowing those to take over your body for other yeah, parts. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So ties. ties. That's right. And so that's um, right. When we talk about kids being woke, when we were growing up, we just took, you know, what they said. But now they have Google. They Smart. got, they got. Uh, if, if they don't get it from you, they gonna go. Out they gonna get, get it, it from somewhere. Yeah, they definitely yeah. get it. So why not you be the the parent to have those conversations? It's real life. That's good. Yeah, like some of the things That's that real, we babe. hear about because we're we're really involved with our youth and young adults. Um, at the church and even outside the church, some of the things that I hear, yes. I'm like, oh my goodness, yes. this yeah. is happening even as even on school campuses. Yes. Yeah. It's happening. Like there, there is no filter, if you will. There is, Jesus. you know, there's a lot of young ladies as well as young men that have no respect for themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, Absolutely. With me, again, and being the assistant girls basketball coach, I hook my girls up. They have their little toiletry packs. I've then brought sports bras, and I'm not saying this to just throw a cloud out there. Some, if, if if there's a girl that doesn't have what they need, that just means that they're not getting that type of that's real, um, right? You know, at home. That's real, so right? That's right. Where I'm coming in at, that's real. and I'm not doing it for no reward or anything like that. I'm treating those girls just as if they're my own daughters. And yeah. they have yep. 100% respect mm-hmm. um, for me because of that. Mm-hmm. But it ties back into our ministry. We're more than just the church behind the walls. We are in the community. And that's at whatever it takes. And we're not looking for anything in return Absolutely. in what we do. But the same conversations that we have with our own children, it's, a, it's across the board. 
Yeah. I, I really don't think there's anything you should be telling different to your son. That's real. Your daughter. That, yeah. See, I ain't going to go there. That. I ain't even going to go there. See, first ladies in the oil, I'm not going to go there. But <laughs> it, it, again, it goes back to, you know, the word says, and I'm paraphrasing, show yourself friendly, right? Show yourself friendly. And if someone comes to you hurt, bruised, damaged, you know, coming to you from a disobedient moment that they just came out of or currently in, the Bible didn't tell us to judge them. The Bible didn't tell us to speak ill will of them. It says, show yourself friendly. First lady just said it. I don't know what your situation at home is, uh, young lady, but if you need a sports bra, whatever you need, I got you. Young man, I, I don't know what your situation is at home, in the streets, but if you just need somebody to come and talk to, and you might even go out and go do something way left, but you came and talked to me, God can get honor and glory out of that because I showed myself friendly to you. And now you don't lack the knowledge. It's right. because God used us to speak a word uh, to you through from him. you know. And I think we, if we're going to be the church, we have to be in that place where God's going to allow you to pray for him and, and, and share the word of God with them. But before you do all that, man, just listen. Yeah. You know, they say that when you when when you're out and representing Christ or your ministry, they should see it all over you. All over yeah. you. They should see Christ all over you. And yeah. um something else I do with my young ladies, the basketball team, is I bring them dinner and they do homework together. And the first time I did it, they prayed without me even telling Yes they did. So yes they, they did. They they got in their little circle and they had their prayer because they see it all over you. It was okay. a crunk prayer too. <laughs> <laughs> It was amazing. That you talk about. That's right. They should see it all over you. That's and right. So um, we just we just love giving back mm -hmm. without again expecting anything in return. I think that's the worst thing it is. to ever do. Cheerful giver. It is. Right? Yeah. And that's right. just not a cheerful giver in when you're sewing into a ministry, but even when you're out. That's right. Be cheerful. That's Do right. it ungrudgingly for sure. So. Could you imagine any of the work that God allows us to do? And I'm going to be quiet here on earth. And then the day comes when he returns and he's like, I don't even know you. Wow. Say, wow. sanctified, full of the Holy Ghost, doing what we're doing. But then you like, I don't even know you. Wow. Because of what First Lady, you know, is talking about like, Man, cause cause what you be practicing, uh, preaching, and what you practicing. Yeah, they, know, they see that. They see I, it. That's my fear. Oh, yeah. I don't want I don't want God to be, you know when he come and crack them skies like, bro, you did well. You served on them drums. You served in your home. Served in your pastorate. Served in the community. But I don't know you. All right. Yeah. And you know, I think when we are humble and transparent, then it gives me no room to judge somebody else or a young man. Come on, man. And they come and tell me what they've done because I can yes. think back of all the mistakes I've made and I can show yes. praise. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I think with the new generation, I think what is happening is that we have to begin to teach them why and not only why to abstain or why not to do something, but how. Like, it's not Absolutely. enough to be like, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't I'm do still it. burning. Like, yeah, I got and, Yeah, <laughs> and, I don't care. and man, I'm gonna tell you, I'm just gonna be real. I don't care I how many times I pray and speak in tongues when your body wants something, <laughs> it wants it, it wants it. it and it so, we it. have to teach people how to have self discipline, how to say, you know what, take control of your body. Your body doesn't dictate to you, you dictate to your, to your body. And so, and we demonize it so much 
that people feel like, oh, I got a demon if I want to go do this. No, that's your body's natural your response. Body, Let's that's teach right. you how to have self-discipline and self-control. Right. So that way, when you get married, it will happen in a proper time, in a proper context, you know? But we have to Come tell on, people man. why they should do things and how. And yeah. then it can help make them um, help them make an informed decision when they get yeah. into a temptation. They can be like, you know, even though my body wants to, I know why I shouldn't do it. And I know how yeah. I need to get up and go. Or I shouldn't put myself in a situation where I'm alone with somebody. Yes. Yeah. Or I shouldn't be listening to a certain type of music that's feeding my desire. And that way, when I get around somebody, it just uh, echoes it. No, I need to begin to make wise decisions so I don't set that's myself right. up for failure, you know? Yeah, right. and there's and there should be a um uh for people that had like Lady Ty was saying for people that had that decision made for them where mm -hmm. they were just they just didn't have a choice right that's right they couldn't that's make right. themselves so now moving forward because they they haven't really um been healed or dealt with the, mm -hmm. the the effects of the trauma and things like that sometimes you're moving forward believing. This mm. is the way. This is the yeah. only way. But yeah. I have to give my body in this capacity yeah. because that's what I know. That's what that's what happened to me. That's what's seemingly okay because that's what they're yeah. taught. And so we yeah. have to also be compassionate towards mm. people that don't come from where we come from. Yes. And we have to be able to talk about it and share those stories because guess what? There's a lot of folks in our churches that could tell okay. some people that could tell come that on happened to me too because yeah, yeah. And, and i'm gonna just say it because it, it happened to me and i'm not saying me personally but those mm -hmm. testify because it happened to them in church mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. i'm yeah. not gonna go down that road but it happened to me but what made it bad is it happened to me in church at church right. at a function yeah. of church yeah, yeah. okay yep hey ty ty i'm gonna have you go closer to the mic with stefan yeah there, there you go, go. <laughs> so we have people Today, I still get messages today about when are we going to do another peer campaign. I want to tell you, because Dr. Danae was really over the curriculum for it. Our, that curriculum is phenomenal. Yes, it is. Because the, the, the teens that came to the table walked away with so much. And just like you said, Minister Vaughn, we can't just tell them not to. We got to tell mm -hmm. them how to. Absolutely. And that, from the guest speakers, to the that that you know shared their own testimonies to the guest speaker that talked about soul ties yes. and what have you. These kids are still talking about that to this day. I mean, when I bump into the young ladies or even the you know the gentlemen we have, but mostly I see the young ladies. They're still wearing their rings. Thank you, proudly, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Um, nice. Proudly wearing them. Um, because that that's their statement. Not only did I go through the pure campaign, but they, they walked away with something. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That they can carry. Yes. Even mm -hmm. the pastor said, I'm going to give you $10,000. I'll be quite honest with you. Our girls aren't even thinking Not about it because of what the curriculum. Thank you, Jesus. The conversations that they had with the team that they, they walked away from. Yes. They yeah. They understand it because we taught them how to. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. I That's right. That. Thank That's you, Jesus. Yeah. And, you know, I'll piggyback on that again. You know, I know we're talking about spiritual care and, you know, physical care, mental care. Uh, you know, we need, and I'm just saying as the church, as the church, if you need therapy, God is telling you, you need therapy. Mm -hmm. Please get therapy. That's right. And I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm really not. But if, I'm telling you, if God is, is leading you to get additional help outside of, you know, what the church can provide, 
you know, counseling, you know, the pastor, first lady and, you know, uh, ministries uh, that they offer, get some counseling. And I'm even going to say, even as a pastor, get counseling from a non-Christian perspective. One, two, get counseling from someone uh, that doesn't know you, right? If they are a Christian, you know, and they don't know you, right? If you got to travel to another city, it's all right. Get some counseling. I'm telling you, God will honor that one. Two, God will be in that. And then three, you will be able to, to have, again, to what we've been talking about, balance, right? Because everything is not being fed to you from your pastor, first lady, or, or your immediate church friends or, you know, friends outside of church. No, you're getting balance from people who don't know you, people who are professional and skilled to, to see and understand certain skill sets and then be able to speak to that. Because then you're allowing that person to operate in their ministry, therapist. You're allowing that person to operate in their ministry you know, other pastor or other minister, you know, whatever it is. So, you know, I want to encourage in this season, if someone has told you therapy is wrong, I, I don't agree with that. Get you some therapy. There's nothing wrong with that. And as a married couple, you should have your own therapist. Absolutely. And then your marriage Say it again. Say that, say that one more time for the people. Make sure they hear you. You should have, as a married couple, you should have your own therapist. Individual therapist, yeah. And then a marriage therapist. I agree. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, and and that's what we did. I mean, we talked about it on a prior episode, but that's what we did. We have, I have my own therapist. We went together, um, premarital therapy with a, you know, a licensed therapist. And it wasn't to be district. We knew pastor Stefan was going to marry us, but it wasn't to be disrespectful to him. It was just that the, the, um, licensed therapist, like you said, they're outside the church. He he was still a Holy spirit field therapist, Mm -hmm. you know, but it was outside of the church. He didn't know us at all. It was a yes. neutral, um, objective playing field for That's us right. because you know we could we could go to you know a lot of different resources for services of counseling or run this by or whatever. But yeah, like you said, sometimes it is good to step away from outside of your your what you know what you're comfortable with, mm-hmm. and then get some some help from somebody that's outside of that. And it was great for us. And through that experience, even Vaughn in the middle of it, in the middle of our time of six months of going, Vaughn's like, I need a therapist, you know, like (laughs) he realized something for for himself. So yeah. Yeah. Because in therapy, when you go to somebody you don't know, you don't have to like save face. Like, it's not like I got to make sure that he think everything over here is good. You're able to really just be yourself. And That's in right. therapy, I'm able when I when my wife is not there, I'm able to express my whole heart. Yeah. And sometimes, as a man, you just got to get it out. Yeah, you know. And you, and sometimes, yeah. like the pressure of a man, if you're in a marriage, you have to cover, you have to lead. And sometimes, yeah. you're like Lord, am I making the right decisions, or if I'm making, the, am I leading the right way? But when you're in therapy, there's no expectation of you having to be a leader or a covering, mm, you're able just good. to say, you know what, today I'm just not feeling it. Today is just not a good day for me. And yeah. what I really learned in my therapy was things that I was holding in my heart from years ago that are affecting my now. And Thank if I didn't know. go to therapy, I wouldn't have gotten that. And now Absolutely. I've been on people's altars. I've had people lay hands on me and I'm not shading the mm-hmm. altar or coming at but there's yeah. some things that can be unlocked in you in therapy that Come you on, just can get from walking right. down at the altar. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, and, and they teach you how to walk through these moments. They don't leave you hanging mm-hmm. and yeah. they don't identify it and say, oh, you're bad. 
No, they walk you, they identify it, and then they walk you to mm-hmm. the solution. And when you get through it, you like, man, I really came through this this thing. And so I'm an advocate for therapy. I know my wife is an advocate for mm-hmm. therapy. I'm glad you guys are advocates for therapy. But I just think that everybody should, at least in one time in their lifetime, experience, have a therapy to have that experience. Yeah. And even when we t- when we had our session, you know, our marriage counseling with Pastor Stefan, we told them, you know, we he asked us, what have we been doing to prepare for the marriage, you know? Mm -hmm. And that was the first thing we shared. Well, last six months we've been in therapy, you know, and, and uh, Pastor Stefan was so supportive. He wasn't like, what? You knew you was going to counseling with me if you wanted to, you know, like, (laughs) like he didn't flash on us, you know what I mean? He he didn't go off on us for getting help, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he was so supportive. And I, I just remember you saying, you know what? That's actually a good idea. I need to start sending some people that come to me to therapy first because Absolutely. there's some issues that come to you and you're like, uh, maybe I'll really should reconsider. You know what I Absolutely. mean? So it you was professional. Like yeah. professional. And yeah, I'm going to tell you, exactly. it, it blessed me. That ble- I'm going to tell you as a pastor, that blessed me. Um, you know, not that anything, I, I hadn't thought about that. You know, and again, it's, you know, not because we're shielded or, you know, need to be safeguarded, but we're humans too. Pastors are humans. That's right. First ladies are humans, you know, and if I don't have a certain skill set or a certain type of credentialing or education about it, what am I going to speak to it? You know, I can pray to the Lord, shaman and shaman all I want, but (laughs) hey man, I can't speak on that. You know, so, you know, when you guys, you know, brought that to me, I was just like, Lord, I thank you, because that I can be okay with that as a as a pastor to say, you know, this can be a precursor, Amen. Yeah. This can be a pre, Amen. Yeah. You know, and and you know, just to see the fruit in you guys, it's just it's just a blessing. It's a blessing. And you know, one thing I like that Pastor um, Stefan does is, um, for the couples that he he has been blessed to officiate their weddings every year for their anniversary, he sends them a gift. The first time he did that, I said, oh, bless your heart. She did. (laughs) (laughs) But I get it because for him, that's a celebration for him, too. He's the initial covering for that couple. And each Mm -hmm. year that they they make it, that's a celebration for him, too. Not saying that, you know, he was on the edge that they would, but. He's there. He's been their spiritual cover, and he's celebrating that anniversary. Mm-hmm. And I can attest because y'all seen the six month, y'all yeah. seen that one month anniversary, <laughs> six month anniversary. Come on. Y'all be on it. I can I can attest to that. Listen, and and it's really encouraging. You yeah. know, it's like keep going. Y'all got this. You you yeah. know, you hit one milestone, then you hit the next one. Because people aren't making it two months these days. Yeah. No. No. Exactly. Exactly. Twenty years. My parents are about to be like forty-seven years in a couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, like it's it's just it's kind of like foreign now. Like people really just don't stay in their marriage, especially the saints. The saints don't stay in marriages too long. You know, when you look at the church, a lot of people are divorced or they're on their second or third or fourth or what have you, or they're just not interested at all. And so it is encouraging to have. A pastor and first lady who's busy. I mean, you guys got life. You got family life and 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 extracurricular, and you know you're still pouring into other people. You're still making time to be an encouragement to other people. 
it's it's rare, but I'm very grateful that there's still some pastors like you all out there. Yeah. Very grateful yeah. for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've been hinting at it. I mean, we've been talking a few weeks ago that we're going to put together a marriage uh, retreat conference Woo! in a yeah. way. And uh, I'm telling you, Pastor and Lady uh, Ty Step Bowes is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to partner together. We're going to bring some Good resources to young married couples or married couples who are halfway in the 10-year mark, the 20. Everybody going to be able everybody. to benefit. But we have yeah. a couple more minutes. I want you guys to highlight the concert again, your church, where people can find you, follow you, uh, things like that. First lady's looking at me, y'all. All right. <laughs> Future Community Church, Pastor Stefan DeBose, Lady Ty DeBose. You can find us online, uh, futurecommunitychurch.com. Uh, there you'll see our social media handles. We're uh, present virtually on YouTube, Instagram, uh, and Facebook um, at FCC TV. Um, and again, we have a wonderful virtual event on Saturday, January 29th at 5 p.m. Yep. The Refresh, yep. Renewed, and Restored event again we just want to give god thanks uh in any capacity uh and celebrate that you know we crossed over to 2022 we've uh, been dealing with this pandemic we've been dealing with all kinds of other things and we just want to say thank you god uh for that partnering with who first lady light of the valley church yeah we have our amazing sponsors yeah we have sonora health as well as resistance yeah (laughs) diversify yeah (laughs) sacramento act And then let's not forget about the artists. We have Darius, Minister Darius Braxton all the way to Fresno, Fresno, as well as Ashlyn Cole. Yes. Yes. We are really, really excited about this event. We did plan for it to be in person, but with our numbers climbing, we'd rather be safe than sorry. And so I guarantee you're going to have an amazing experience with our virtual event. 5 p.m. Pacific so Standard sure, Time, yeah. January 29th. Yeah. And make sure to like, comment, and share. And share, tag. Share that day. Yep. Yes. Yes. We'll share it on our pages. and Yeah, we're going to blow it up everywhere. We're going to blow it like, up. We're going to tag it to everybody. Yes, yes. And People need to be encouraged. You can still donate to. Yes. We have yes. Um, coats and blankets, drive, um, for sure. So um, if you go to our Facebook page, we have exactly where you can drop it off, Light of the Valley Church in Elk Grove, California, um, if you have any donations that you would like to see. Perfect. All right. Well, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. I'm Vaughn. I'm Danae. And we uh, are the McGee's. McGee's! <laughs> <laughs> All right, peace. <laughs>